27 minutes before 10, it is the last bit of the show, Jet Set Breakfast, and uh, that was Kefa Semenya and Pendule. Yesterday, I was actually, I don't know where, oh yes, I was listening to Memetswale, and I'm thinking, you know what, Prakefas, whoo, he used to really produce some amazing, amazing, amazing music. But anyway, I uh, got some response from James in Limpopo in regard to um, the interview that we had a bit earlier on. He says, thank you for the wonderful program on David Marks and Third Ear Music. Great to know he's still uh, well. Brings back memories of a Durban Folk Club and the early days of a Splashy Fan. Thanks to David's passion. A lot of so-called sub sub subversive music and musical events have been recorded uh, for prosperity. Okay, so because I really today I learned something new. That was totally something new for me and that my hand is up for that. That's a disclaimer right there. But anyway, coming up our next guest, I'm going to be chatting to Steve Quena, Mukwena. He is a historian, um, a filmmaker and a cultural activist. He is a founder of Klivumbeko Media and the African Freedom Station, an Afrocentric media, uh, multimedia gallery. Mukwena was born in Soweto, uh, South Africa, studied history, African politics, sociology. This was done all at VIDS and also holds an MA degree from Leeds University and particularly interested in history and memory and has produced and directed numerous films, including a blues uh, for Tiro. That was in 2007. Our Father Who Art in Memory in 2008, Beacon Trail 2008, and Driving with Fennon 2009. So in, 20, in 2012, Mokwena uh, launched African Freedom Station, an intimate atmospheric jazz cafe. And when we when we speak to him, he's going to unpack um, some of you know the work that he's done because he's done uh, numerous work and how all this came out to be. Steve, good morning and a warm welcome to Jet Set Breakfast. Good morning, ma'am. How are you? And good morning to your listeners. And I just have to correct myself there. It's uh, Shivumbeko. Shivumbeko, yes. Oh, my X's and my Q's. I get them all twisted sometimes. But uh, good, good, good to chat to you. So you have, uh, you've been working in the film industry and you're a filmmaker. Yes. I, I, in fact, I'm a kind of a multimedia artist uh, uh, with, the history, with, the, with the kind of a historian sensibility. Um, I'm currently working for Robben Island Museum as well as a curator for the memorialization project. So um, I combine some of the skills of people who make films, people who write, people who paint, with the skills of people who preserve history as well. And I'd like to start with your first love. What's your first love? Oh, expression. Expression, just the ability to... To, 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 to communicate some things that require communication. Sometimes it's not in words, sometimes it's silence, sometimes it's in form. It's just expression. And let's talk about, you know, as, as, as a Shifumbeko media house that you started, you launched African Freedom Station as well, right? Yeah. And what was the vision behind it? 
the 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 the, the, the Shibumbego it was a very small uh, film company that 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 created historical films and some of the films I made there include the Blues for Dero, which won a South African Film Award, uh, Driving Fanon that won an award as well. And, and, and other pieces of work that are really just about history, memory, and imagination. The Freedom Station is a platform that we created. It was an invitation that to say, like, there are a lot of people who create and are unheard and unseen, and they do it in their anonymity uh, under a dominant pop culture. So we created a platform in USD in South Africa, which was just uh, about under 60 square meters of space, but out of that came some of the most amazing artists that are still playing music and on world stages today. So that decade between 2012 and 2022, if you look at the biography of South African musicians, particularly the young jazz musicians at the frontiers right now, you will find that somewhere in their, in their journey, they went past the African Freedom Station. And that that really has been the culmination of the work. It, the films brought us to the music, the music brought us pain, but the musicians occupied the space as they still do. If you look at the lineup of Joy of Jazz right now, those are some of the spirit that we can inherit from that decade. We'll take a small break. When we get back, we continue with our conversation, speaking to Steve Quena, Mukwena, historian, filmmaker, cultural activist, and uh, basically a multi-media individual and zones into so many aspects of media. That is when we get back. Bertha Charuma on SAFM. Celebrating Heritage Day and our guest, Steve Quena, Mukwena, historian, filmmaker and cultural activist, sharing uh, some of his work. So in 2012, Mukwena launched African Freedom Station in uh, an intimate atmospheric jazz cafe at Gallery to bring art and local jazz back to an area um, that, you know, basically that 60 years ago and was famed as the soul of the um, South African jazz scene. Regular concerts, discussions um, in the evenings, uh, slam poetry and a whole lot more. And I think I should just leave him to unpack his work because he knows better than better than myself. Steve, welcome back. Steve. I think I've just lost Steve there for a second, but I think we will get Steve back online. And just to give you some of the films that he's made, I mean, Rebirth, what was Billy Holiday doing in Brixton? Uh, that was in 2012. That, that sounds like a real mouthful. I need to find out exactly what was happening through, what was going through his mind when he came up with that. Migrant Dreams in 2009. Um Every Birth in 2009, Black Dog Fire. That also caught my eye and I was, I was thinking, what was he thinking? You know, it's quite interesting when people are so creative when, it, when they put their work or their craft together. They come up with stuff that just is so mind-boggling. And when you read a title, it's not obviously there until they unpack and explain, elaborate how they got to that point. And it's just a mesmerizing phase for me. It's a, it's a mesmerizing moment to, to hear how someone's brain works. Let me just double check if uh, Steve is, is back. Steve? Yeah, ma'am. Yes, you, you went missing for a second there. Welcome back. <laughs> 
Yes, thank you. So earlier on when I lost you, I was talking about uh, the Intimate Atmospheric Jazz Cafe. Talk to me about that. Explain. Oh, I think that it is the work that I think most of us came to do in the world. And we asked ourselves a question, you know, who would we be for free? What songs would we play? What clothes would we wear? What would we even eat? So in a much more organic way, artists began to respond with their own songs and compositions and designs and paintings. And before we knew it, we had a very viable uh, ecosystem of creativity. And we moved from that just over 60 square meters of a shop that in a place that nobody didn't know to a beautiful house now on the corner of Gold and Edwards in Sophiatown. And that we declare a shrine to the creative ancestors of the city. Now you say, you, you as you read that our kind of creative biography, you wonder where these titles and things really yes. come from. I think there's a, there's a sensibility, there's a journey that we've all inherited. Um, and and I, I speak as an individual, but the people who come through the Freedom Station are, are multifold and they cross disciplines and we have fed off each other. There is a poetic engagement with our reality. We, we, we don't take it for granted. And as I speak to you now, I, I sit on Robben Island and it's Heritage Day. It, it, it's a very powerful moment because then we speak of inheriting a spirit. And we inherit a spirit of defiance, a spirit that creates out of nothing, a spirit that foretells beautiful worlds in moments of struggle. That that is the kind of transposition that that space in Sophia Town works through, and I think all our cultural institutions woven together are attempting to do. You know, um, we may not give our children much in terms of money that were taken out of our being, and and the materiality and the lands and stuff, but we can always give them that proud sense that out of all of this they can create beauty for themselves and others. Mm. And I see that at at, at, um, at the cafe, you also have open night mics, uh, film screenings, uh, poetry performances, art exhibitions. This is like a variety of creativity. Yeah. We've been blessed. We've been blessed. We have a little space where when you walk into the Zen Garden, and in that space, we hope to have yoga. And more than that, we have to have children's games. We we, we played Diveke, Bati, uh, and Skobdibola the other time. Mm, that line has done that thing again. Steve? I don't know. My line with Steve is playing a little bit of games. Um, but anyway, um, he is there. Uh, we will be talking to him. I think we just need to, you know, get a bit of clarity because I can't hear him. And I know that he is somewhere. I suppose he's hanging somewhere in the air somewhere. But talking about some of the films that he's done, um, a blue, a blues for Tiro. That was in 2007. And I can just, I, I wonder, 
what what it's about and when it gets back when it gets back online i'm going to ask all those questions but just in case you are up and about you're doing your thing and you want to contribute to this conversation you can always send us your voice note on 0614104107 that's 0614104107 speaking to steve quena uh, mukwena historian filmmaker and cultural activist um Steve, I know the lines are playing games with you and I, but it's okay. We'll continue. Are you back? I'm back, man. The seas are high here and the winds are rough. So yeah. I see. I see. So you, I, I was just looking at uh, there's a, you know, one of the films that you've made. The first one that caught my eye for some bizarre reason, Black Dog Fire, 2009. Oh. I had a uh, I, I I had a beloved companion a dog called uh, Wena. Uh, so when I said Wena, Wena would come with me. At, at that time, I, I I I was deep in my filmmaking process, and Wena used to come with me. And there was a fire in the city. There was a fire in the ancestral copies. It was such a big fire that we, we, we filmed it. We went through it together. That footage would eventually uh, make it to Germany. It would actually also make it as a as a homage in a film that I made, a longer film I made called Rebirth. It sort of introduces the film. So, yeah, and when I, when I, when I was, a, was a great... Uh, was a great companion. Yeah, it, it's a difficult thing. I thought we were going to talk about... Uh, more macro national uh, kind of issues but yeah thanks for that thanks for no i don't know honestly don't blame me <laughs> it must be something <laughs> in the air my my eyes just went on that particular title it was not part of me unpacking it it just went there i don't know for some strange, <laughs> reason. <laughs> for some strange reason i will say i will say that uh, uh, there is a meditation going on on fire um, I was I was uh, just making some monotypes that are about fire, and I was listening to the work of the great Hebitswaidi, and he he creates a beguiling lullaby, a sequence of lullabies, which explodes with the song Motsewacha, Motsewacha, and I said that there therein lay the genius of that musician, who could foretell that sometimes home burns. Yeah, that is so true, and. Let's go back to, I want to go back, well, as a multimedia, what else do you zone into that we have not touched on? Curation, ma'am. Curation, like uh, my, in, in, in my current role, I, 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 I've been asked, I work in a small team of people in the department, and some of, sometimes you can throw 500 years of history, an entire closed closet of artifacts and the question is how can we tell our story in a way that captures our imagination and I have learned in, in that space that sometimes it's not even in creating or changing anything but it is in allowing the sensibilities of the natural sensibilities of people to see what is in front of them and, and read it in a different way um, it, it, I, I think when you look at our country in our streets, at our homes, at who we are, and you ask, who would we be if we were free? You ask us to look again and to recurate our lives 
even in the mess of the history that we have inherited, how can we curate ourselves? That is an essential theme of the African Freedom Station. Like, it's an invitation to say, curate yourself, put forward those creative instincts that you think can elevate you and us together. Mm. We're going to take a small break. And I want to have, you know, to conclude our conversation on the other side of the of our break. So just hang on for me for a second there uh, so that we can continue the conversation. Speaking to Steve Quena Mokwena, historian, filmmaker and cultural activist. We'll be back. Bertha Charuma on SAFM. Jets at Breakfast, I'm in for Michelle and uh, talking to Steve Quena Mokwena, historian, filmmaker, cultural activist he is an afrocentric uh you know multimedia individual and very multifaceted and talking about some of the work that he's done welcome back steve and to conclude our conversation i just wanted to find out so right now where you're going what can we expect going forward in regard um, to your work uh well there are two dimensions to it always. I think that uh, I would be remiss to, 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 to not say that there is an ex- it's, an, it's an exciting time for the nation and for the institution that I work with because there is a repositioning and an interesting instinct to say, can we do more than just serve uh, a visiting public, but can we also turn our heritage into raw material for a university for all? you know, that educates on issues of freedom, of coming together, and of having to reinvent ourselves. On the side of the African Freedom Station, I think that uh, we went through Revolution Point uh, 101, this is 2.1, and I think uh, it comes reloaded. I do not want to exaggerate, but uh, we, we will open the doors of the station, and when we do, things will change. And where can we find you? Where can we find more information? You can email me at stevekwenamukwena.gmail.com or you can go on our African Freedom Station page. That's where you'll get everything. I'd like to take a moment to thank every single one of the artists and the people who came to the station. We recently took out a call out for people to help us financially and through donations to do what we needed to do. And there has been a few very beautiful, courageous people. And I think when you talk about Happy Heritage Day, I'd like to say on behalf of the Freedom Station, Happy Heritage Day to everyone. Thank you so much for joining us and Happy Heritage Day to you too. Thank you. Bye for now. Steve uh, Kwenamukwena, historian, filmmaker and cultural activist. This has been an exciting Jet Set Breakfast. In case you missed the show, I will just, you know, give you a taste of what you missed. Hopefully next time you won't make the same mistake. Spoke to, well, we had the, a section, Custodians of uh, Heritage, Hidden Years, uh, Music Archives, uh, Discover a Musical Treasure at Stellenbosch University. And we spoke to Professor Lisa Bay Lambrex uh, from Stellenbosch University academic also singing surgeon's heart uh, touching mission uh, winning an important award so we spoke to dr willem lichtenberg uh, cardiothoracic 
surgeon and founder of Young Hearts Foundation. That was around about 25 past eight right here on Jet Set Breakfast. Also, uh, what you missed, uh, spoke to youngsters, Interschool Technology Challenge, and these were winners, co-creator of the Blue Crane, and this is between the ages of 11 to 12 category. Kian Begaloo, we spoke to him. Liam uh, Mayet, creator of the Rainbow Paper Scraper. She won in the age group of 10 to 11 category. Also, we had um, the Actionist series, anti-human trafficking uh, actionist. We spoke to Gideon Swat, who basically dedicates his time uh, making sure he comes up with creative ideas uh, to help out with the community and also they started a pro, uh, a project where they do pay forward i do something good the next person does something good thought leaders activists meeting outcomes of uh, worsening food crisis for children also spoke to david harrison chief executive officer at dg Marais trust and in case you missed that like I said, next time, don't make that mistake. Also, uh, Damien Dupre, uh, Dupre uh, Marketing and Communications Officer for the Center for the Research on Democracy at Stellenbosch University. Why have we become so despondent about our democracy? We've kind of like resigned and not willing to partake. And also we had a domination book review for black girls, spoke to author, and she basically uh, broke down what's in the book and quite an enticing story and encouraging story for young black girls. Well, it's been great. It's been a pleasure. Uh, three minutes just before news. Uh, KG's up next with Seasons from 10. And um, thanks to my producers that have put all this meat together. I'm talking about uh, Zan, uh, making sure that I have everything, and Tabi Singh and KG on technology or technical producer. Thank you so much. Have yourself a fantastic Heritage Day. I'm now going to play Granny. It's quite an interesting one. Imagine Heritage Day and I have to play Granny. I didn't realize I was part of Heritage. But have yourself a great weekend. Coming up, closing, Shane Cooper, Where the Heart Is.